this is Aging by the Bay, here to provide families in the San Francisco Bay Area pertinent information about healthy aging practices and services. Your host, Tom DeZeo of Comfort Care Home Care. Good morning, Aging by the Bay listeners. This is Tom DeZeo. Welcome to the show today. We have a special guest. Her name is Gina Wong, and she's a Living Benefits Specialist for National Life Group. Good morning, Gina. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Great, great. (laughs) Well, it's nice weather out here finally in the Bay Area. We're enjoying that all day. Today it's going to be in the 80s. Oh, oh, I'm not dressed for it. (laughs) Well, you can always go back and, and dress again, right? Yes, absolutely. Right. So, Gina, tell me, what is a Living Benefits Specialist? Well, so usually I hate calling myself a life insurance agent. I mean... You've heard it before, life insurance, blah, 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 blah. Right. But what's different is life insurance, you don't have to die to use. Okay. I'm not even talking about accessing your cash value. I'm talking about accessing your death benefit. Okay. So so tell me, you know, the show is primarily focused on seniors. Mm-hmm. And, you know, seniors have, have insurance or had insurance and they have life policies. It's term, it's whole life. It gets very confusing for yes. seniors, right? Yes. So... You know, if we focus on that specific group, um, talk to me about some of the products that are applicable to that group. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Yeah, so um, going back to what you said, you said that, you know, older folks already have different type of policies, which my mom and dad bought policies since 95. Okay. And they bought me a policy when I was younger because I was cheaper at that age. Right. So, you know, years go by. I don't even look at the policy because I trust that my mom bought right. the right kind, which she did at the time. But time has changed. Yes. Like an iPhone. Before we had Blackberries, now right. we have iPhones. One, now we're at 12. Right, right. Which means added features. That's right. So when I look at my mom's policies and my policies when I first joined this business, I was, you know, because I use it as kind of an exercise. Right. What is it that my mom and dad bought back then, and what is it currently at right now? Right. There's a lot of things that changed. Mm-hmm. So my mom and dad bought policies uh, for death only, which is super important because we're all doomed to die at some point. We just don't know when. Right. But also they purchased a long-term care policy, mm-hmm. which is also important because as we age, there might be a time where we might need to hire someone to take care of us or to go into a nursing home. Right. But there's policies that are very limited. So when my dad was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer, right. We couldn't access the long-term care the way that we wanted to mm-hmm. because it said, hey, you have to use, use it for medical expenses. You have to utilize it for an approved agency that we that we have you hire from. Correct. Very limited. Yes, understood. I, my, I deal with them. Yeah, yeah. my parents, we, ha- we still had to pay out of pocket mm-hmm. to hire someone that we wanted to because my mom was like, well, we want to hire someone that speaks Cantonese. Right. You right. know? There's not a lot. There's a lot of Filipino and um, Hispanic speaking yes. or Spanish speaking. True. So you know we had to pay a lot of things out of pocket. Right. So that's why it's important. Even people who are aging or past 75, 85, really look at what you have. Even prior to that, because I yeah. have my friends who are in their forties, in their thirties, and they say, "Hey, can you take a look at my mom's policy? You talk about your parents' policy. Can you look at take a look at mine? Right. Because I don't know what they have, and I don't want to be stuck with the bill if and when. Yes, I, I get it. I get it. Folks, we're here today with uh, Gina Wong. She's an insurance specialist with National Life. Um, 
what we're talking about today is some of the insurance products available to seniors and how it might impact seniors. And, and the, the first one out the gate was really uh, long-term care insurance. So, Gina, I, I deal with this pretty often. And one of the issues that no one really understands is the elimination period. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I, I've seen it vary everything from, you know, a couple of weeks to 90 days to 120 days. Uh, can, can you give us kind of a snapshot on really what that is? What, what does it mean? I mean, basically, clients are paying out of their pocket for 90 days, right? That's my yeah. understanding of it, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And is that negotiable up front? Or? Well, so with National Life Group, let's say, for example, so we have four different riders okay. outside of debt. So there's terminal illness rider. Right. There's a chronic illness rider, which is very similar to disability, but okay. in California, we have to call it chronic illness. And then there's critical illness and critical injury. Okay. Now, depending on where you fall into that, right. let's say it's a disability or chronic illness, yes. we pay out claims on a monthly basis for chronic illness. Okay. So it doesn't have to be a permanent chronic illness. It could right. be a temporary chronic illness. Okay. Illness. So we pay on a monthly basis. Right. Um, and so you just put in a claim, and within three to four weeks, you know, you can basically get a check and use that money to pay comfort care or whatever care that you decide to use. Okay, got it. And with this elimination period, um, does that mean that you're going to be paying out of pocket for a certain amount of time? Is that always the case? No, you don't have to pay out of pocket. You don't? No. Okay. You can utilize the life insurance claim money to pay... Okay. The bills. Right. All right. So so there is a way around that mm-hmm. elimination period. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Because that's a, a stickler that just about 95% of the people that I deal with have no understanding of that mm-hmm. until we start to discuss it. And then the light bulb comes on and says, oh, I remember that now. Yeah. You know, I, I have to pay X amount of dollars before the thing gets started. Yeah. No, ours is once you put in a claim. I mean, the faster you put in a claim in, the faster you get a claim check. Got it. Which is great. Got it. Now, the other thing I heard about um, long-term care insurance is a lot of companies stopped writing them. Is that mm-hmm. is that the case? I mean, when my mom purchased mine, right. it was through New York Life, yeah. and mine is an unlimited face amount, Okay, which they stopped writing those. Okay. I mean, New York Life still writes out long-term care policies. I My my specific policy isn't a long-term care. It's basically life insurance that has all these writers. Okay. Yeah, which it. is great. Right, right. That, that certainly makes sense. So right now we're looking at this huge market of baby boomers mm. that are moving into you know that senior stage, and they need these these uh, you know pieces of insurance right now. Um, when is the, the the prudent time to really sign up for a program like that? Yeah, I mean life insurance you have to qualify for it. So right. unfortunately, if you already have you know, health issues already, Yes, you may or may not qualify. But it doesn't mean don't apply. Just it's free to apply yeah. and to see if you approve, get approved. Right. But another option is annuities. Right. Which right. people, if let's say, for example, you know, you're past a certain age and you're like, you know, wait, I want a policy that can still grow. Yeah. You can roll over your 401k, your Roth IRAs into annuity mm-hmm. with National Life Group. Right. You still get the S&P 500 growth. Okay. Um, it's still tax deferred because it is an annuity. Right. Um, which means you get tax later for those listeners that might not know what that means. Um, but you can still have a terminal illness rider right. on the annuity. Okay. Got it. All so right. th- that might be another option yeah. for folks that are older and they might not qualify for life insurance specifically. But 
at least you can get annuity with National Life Group. Okay. Now back to the you know um, the straight you know health insurance. Um, what about the clauses that you see that are no physical um, examination required? Oh, is that, everybody is that true hates or false? those. <laughs> Is that true or false? Well, okay, so first and foremost, everybody hates getting a, a needle stuck in their right, arm. Right, right. They hate t- taking right. the urine test. I remember when I was younger, uh, my sister used to smoke in high school, and she hated doing the pee test because she's just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Mom's going to find out that I smoke cigarettes. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> um, so depending on what company, um, well, National Life Group, anything under three or over $3 million dollars. You uh-huh. don't have to take a medical or a urine, but that's a lot of money. <laughs> uh, yeah, if it's over three million, but if something in your medical record shows that you need a, a urine or a blood test, right, they will ask for it. Right. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, you know, like people, you know, seniors, for example, that have high blood pressure, that have um, high cholesterol. Are those like, you know, <laughs> negatives that are going to basically throw off a, a cost issue? Or, okay, so or I'm going to tell you a secret. <laughs> Actually, it's not a secret because not all your listeners know. So the average American, this right. is really sad, the average American has high blood pressure, high cholesterol. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you have two medications that control it, you're an average American. Okay. All right. So if you're on two meds, you're, you're, you're normal. You're normal. All right. Makes sense. Okay. So that, Makes cl- it fair. that, that clarifies things yeah. a bit. I mean, I can say that for National Life Group. I can't say that for any other insurance company. Right. Right. Okay. Got it. Okay. So we, we were talking about the long-term care insurance, which is very important. Uh, most folks, if they haven't gotten it earlier, I mean, I see right now in the areas that I cover with home care, I see probably 2% of the, of the clientele has long-term care. Mm, that's such a small percentage. It really is. And it's, it's really alarming because a lot of folks just can't afford mm-hmm. service, and that would be so important to them to have. But a lot of them were unaware. Yeah. You know? Or they weren't taught right, about it, right. you know, which I feel like... It's very important to ask these questions because you don't want to get to a place where it's too late to buy it. Yeah, when that's right? where they are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so this is where, you know, hopefully there are listeners um, on your station where they're thinking ahead. You know right. what? What do I need to do now? Right. Because if I'm 80, it's going to be too late to start saving. Because when I even showed a 21-year-old a policy, yes. an index universal life, because her mom bought a policy. She went to high school with me. Mm-hmm. Both of her parents have had cancer, so when she heard about my policy, she said, oh, my goodness, I need a policy like this. I have two kids. I'm a single mom. She wanted her daughter to know what this policy does. Right. It's not only life insurance. Right. We showed her the saving side. I said, at 21 years old for a $500,000 policy, you're paying $111. Right. I said, if you're your mom's age or my mom's or my age, it was 384 for an IUL. Okay. For I said if you start early, it's a lot cheaper, and you get all this compound time right. to start saving money. But then, if and when life happens, mm-hmm. you can utilize your death benefit while living. Right. Right. Makes and sense. she was yeah. like, "What?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> got it. Got it. Folks, we're talking with Gina Wong, uh, an insurance specialist here, and we're talking about some of the policies that could impact positively seniors here. Uh, her number is five one zero. 828-7631. Email Gina at living um, hyphen. D- hyphen 
Benefits.com. Once again. Oh, .co. Dot .com. Did I not say that? .co. Oh, .com. No, no M. Right. Oh, .co it is? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. We'll have to correct that. Okay, so that's Gina Wong, 510-828-7631. So, Gina, shifting our attention a little bit now, um, talk to me about um, folks that want to get their grandkids or young kids policies that might impact um, education. And, oh my and goodness! Things to use downstream. Yeah, so a lot of grandparents they want to start their grandkids with college funds, or at least some type of savings, so that in the future, because by the time they're in college, hopefully they're still around. Right. But I mean, my parents had me in their forties, so you know they were older parents already. But grandparents like pi- buying a policy for their grandkids because they're starting off early. So the earliest that a child can get a policy mm-hmm. is fourteen days old. Wow. That's when the child receives his or her Social Security number. Yeah, yeah. That's when you can get a policy for your your granddaughter or grandson. So when you start them off early, you start them off at a healthy age, right? Right. Um, It might be $100, $150 a month, depending on how much coverage you want. And then you can dictate, okay, you know what? I want to pay for this for the next 20 years. Right. And then... After 20 years, I don't want to pay into it, but I want them to still have a policy until whatever. Okay. So you have to work with a trusted uh, insurance agent to illustrate these what-ifs, these scenarios. Hey, if I paid 20 years, I want my policy or the the kid's policy to still be in place. But also, how much cash value will grow from now until 20 years? Can they utilize it? for college education. So you need a long horizon then. Yeah, you can't start at 16 years old to get it at 18. You have to start when you're younger. Right, right. But I mean, what, is there a magic number? Is it 10 years? Is it 15 years? What, is there a number that you really should consider before you jump into it? I mean, I would, I would suggest 14 days old, but um, (laughs) maybe, maybe five, six, seven, but you know, just start saving as early as you can. Right. The younger they are, the cheaper it is. Right. Um, and the longer time that they have compound time. Right. So right. so that compound time, again, you know, is five years too soon? Is, is like ten five years, years yeah. old? No, 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 no. F- five years from the start of policy mm-hmm. until you, you actually compound something. You need more time. You need more yeah. time. If you're, if you're wanting to have more cash value to right. borrow it for education, right. it should be more time than that. Right. Like no. at least 10. 10 years? Yeah, at least yeah. 10. Yeah. Um, but what's cool is if you utilize a life insurance, IUL, for college funding, let's say you borrow money after you finish college because right. you want to take a loan out at the bank for college loans because you don't have to pay it back until you're done with college. Right, right. right? Once you're done with college, then take out the cash value from your insurance policy because you had an extra four years during college. That makes sense. To compound time. Right. So you take out money from your policy, start paying back the student loan. Right. And then because you're only borrowing against your insurance policy, your money will grow as if you never took it out. Okay. Guess when you have to pay it back? I have no idea. When you die. Is that right? Yes. So you you basically have that loan like your entire you, life? Yeah. Without interest? Without, I mean, there is interest, of course. Okay. But you, you utilize that cash value. Right. Right? You right. leverage. Right. And then let's say years later, what's the next thing that people usually want to do? They want to buy a house. Yeah. House. Your cash right. value will grow. Right. 
at the rate like you didn't borrow, but you did, you'll have a cash value and then you'll have a surrender value. Surrender value is basically how much cash you can take out or uh, take out as a loan or withdrawal. Buy a house. Right, right. When do you have to pay the loan back, Tom? When you're dead. When you die. (laughs) So by the time, let's say, for example, millennials these days, they're going to last until 100 plus years old. Uh Your your death benefit will grow substantially. Right, right. I've seen one that's like $1.6 million. Wow. Now, okay, let's say, you know, the person borrowed, you know, $60,000 for college and then another $60,000 for home. Right. That's $120,000 out of $1.6 million, yeah. and then the rest of it goes to your beneficiaries. Right, right. Okay, so back again to the education piece. I was under the impression always that the timing should be, okay, if you're going to start in five or ten years, that's when you need the money. Mm-hmm. But according to our discussion here, you need the money post-graduation, which is actually four years later. Yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, uh, I mean, you can take it out, you know, right when you start college. Right. But why, why? do that if you can utilize right. an extra four years right. on the, the compound growth? Right. And what do most people, I mean, what's the, do you see a, the normal um, amount purchased for these kinds of funds? Is it 10000 20000 50000 yeah. What's, what's I mean, normal? you mean like a face amount? Yeah. I mean, yeah. my uncle, he buys policies for each of his grandkids that pop out. He just popped out, or he didn't pop out, but his daughter popped out another baby. He buys a 500K policy for uh-huh. each of their right. the, the grandkids. Okay. And then he says, hey, I just want to pay for 10, 15, 20 mo- uh, years. Right. And then from there, you know, I just want to make sure that they're still good. And then right. if the parents want to take over the... Um, the payments and they can, right. or you teach their child, hey, when you get your grown person job, right. now put up money into this, right. Right. and you can see how the savings... Right. My mom, when she bought a policy for me, I didn't understand what it was for. Yeah. And then when I got my grown person job, she said, okay, give me $600 for rent. I was like, excuse me, I am your daughter. <laughs> but then later on, she, she told me, hey, I'm putting that $600 right, 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 into right. a policy. Man, yeah, I yeah. wish she told me or in- educated me yeah, on yeah. using life insurance. She would always say, save in the bank. Right, right. But we don't get a lot in return not for any, a bank. Not how, these days. How much do you think we get? It's 0.05. It's <laughs> <Yeah, it's> like <laughs> 0.000. 000. Right. It's not even worth talking about. It's kind of embarrassing. But the thing is, banks, they purchase life insurance. Uh-huh. That's They take your money. Right. They put in a life insurance. Uh-huh. It grows with S and P five hundred. Right. Or now we have the credit Suisse with there is no cap of how much you can grow. Yeah. And then once they make that money back, then they're like, Hey, here's your money back, but we we grew our pool yeah. of money. Yeah. So yeah. why is it that we're giving the bank money to put in a life insurance for their company versus why don't we take the middleman out? Right. Buy your own policy, have your money grow yeah. on its own without the bank's help. Yeah. You know, sense. it makes sense. Right, right. And absolutely. then leaving a generational, you know, wealth for your future generations. Right. You know, because right. right. not every not every parent or grandparent has a store to leave behind. Yeah. You know, or what if the the parent had five kids? Crap! I gotta buy five houses now. <laughs> to leave them. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So so another question that I uh, that arose in my mind as I thought about this subject matter is what about these seniors that purchase term life insurance in their 30s or 40s and their 20 or 30 year policies 
and now they're 75 and the policy's ending. Yes. What, what, what happens in a situation? What, what should they be thinking? Um, well, they should either buy another term, but it's, you know, it's kind of like if they're 75 and the most years that they can get is about a 20-year policy. Right. What if at 75 and then to 95, what if they're still living? Yeah, I mean, I, I always, I was always taught that, you know, insurance, as you get older, it, it should it, diminish. Yeah, but it doesn't because as we grow older, we still need. Well, now you do, yeah. Now you do, yeah. right? Because yeah. especially with the four riders that we have, terminal right. illness, chronic illness, right. critical illness. I mean, critical illnesses hit every age, you know, from yeah. a, f- a three-year-old, you know, with lymphoma cancer all the way to a 90-year-old with, you know, um, I don't know, MS or I don't know. Right. But... It's a need, but as you're older, especially you know when you have to go to a facility, a nursing care, right? Who's going to pay that if right. you don't have it, right? right? You said two percent. Yeah. Usually, have the long-term care started early. But I mean, if it's someone, let's say for example, they have a term policy and it's expired or it's going to expire, yeah. at least look into something. Whether you know what, I will look into an IUL. Just get numbers. You know, work with a trusted insurance agent right. so they can see, you know, and you can customize a policy. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not like, hey, you're 75, you have to pay this. No. What, you know, let's customize a policy where it's comfortable for you. Right. Um, and see if maybe your kids will help pay. Because at the end of the day, if you don't have a policy, they're going to have to They're going to be ch- on the line. They're right. going to be on the line. Right. How much is long term care on a monthly basis for a facility at Comfort Care um, on a monthly basis? You mean the, the policy premium? Yeah. I have no idea. Huh. I have no idea. I never get that far into it with mm-hmm. them. I'm always finding out how how they can get the payout. Yeah. How you much know. do they charge for a month for your patients? Um, so you know, normally you're talking probably a thousand, fifteen hundred, something like mm-hmm. that, on a monthly basis. Okay. That they need to pay out. Yeah. Um, but the, the challenge always is most people have put the policy away, forgotten about it. Now they need it. They pull it out. They don't understand it. Mm. And um, and then they wait their 90 days yeah. um, for the elimination period to end. And then they could start to collect. Cover it, yeah. Right, right. Wow. So that's the challenge. So um, people then should, when their term policy expires, they should be looking for an addendum. Yeah. I mean, work with an insurance agent. See what your options are. Right. Because, I mean, don't entirely, you know, just, you know, push it aside and say, oh, I'm too old. Right. Just right. at least see what your options are. At right. least have the opportunity. Yeah. Makes sense. To have it. Yeah, absolutely. So, Gina, what else? We have five minutes to go. What other products should seniors be thinking about? I mean, if they already have, like you said, baby boomers, they're, yeah. you know, retiring every day these days right you know see what you have in your 401k 403b you know roth ira right and roll it into annuity because when you when you leave your money let's say into a 401k right what does the market do um well it's all over the place it's all over the place every 10 years boom 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 right but can you imagine if you're in retirement and then your money's still in the 401k and the market drops. You can't. You can't risk it. Oh my goodness! Now right. you have to go back to work. I mean, how right. many seniors do you see in the workforce still? Um, I'm seeing quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I before COVID happened, I remember going to a Target in uh-huh. Union City, and it's 10:30. It's half an hour before closing, right. and this woman is clearly sick. She, um, you know, she's congested. She's red in the face. She's still working at 10:30 at nighttime. Do you think she has to work, or do you think she wants to work? 
at 1030 at night? Yeah. She probably has to she work. She has to work. <laughs> but it might be, I mean, there could be various reasons of why she's there, yeah. you know. Yeah. But one of the reasons why, could be she didn't have enough in retirement. Maybe she lost her retirement in the, you know, the right. market drops. Right. But you just want to make sure that you, that doesn't happen to you. Right. You know, right. whether you want to start contributing to a policy prior to retiring, you know, people will take literally take their 401k contribution right. and not contribute to their 401k anymore mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the market drops. They're like, I don't want to contribute. Yeah. So instead, they'll take, let's say, for example, their $500 that they usually put in. Right. They'll say, okay, you know what? After taxes, I'll put that contribution into an IUL. Mm-hmm. Once they put an IUL from now until they retire. So I don't know if you know this, but there's an income benefit rider. No, I don't know that. So basically, let's say, for example, I want to retire at 60 years old. Right. So let's say I'm 30. I'm like, hey, I want to put into an IUL versus a 401k, and I'll do it until I'm retiring. Then at 60 years old, I can get income, lifetime income for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Which is cool because it's yeah. a pension-like feature. Yeah. I, have, I have one of those, actually. Yeah. yeah, and it's cool because, you know, pensions, pe- you know, people do have pensions, which don't really you know, exist these days. Right. Um, that's why they have the 401k. But pensions, they can actually deduct your pension depending on how much the, the company or the county has. Yeah. I've heard stories, even people who have pensions for 75k drop to 50k. Right, right. So, you know, it's your own controlled pension-like feature on sure. IUL. Sure. Okay, Gina, is there anything else we need to cover as we're winding it down? Just talk to an insurance agent, see what your options are, see how, you know, to customize it for your personal goals and benefits and see what you can get. And, you know, it's really important to do this before something happens. Right. right. Life happens at any time. You know, on my way here... 80 going westbound, totally stopped. That means a car accident. That's right. And it doesn't mean that you're a bad driver. It could just mean that there's a split second that someone, you know, makes a a mistake. And you just don't want to not have the opportunity to even look into life insurance. Right. So um, please stay safe out there. um, And, you know, just. Very good. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thanks for coming on, Gina. Thank you for having me. Yes. um, For people that are interested in, you know, long-term health and. Uh, wellness, I would certainly contact Gina Wong for insurance options. Her number is 510-828-7631. Email Gina at living-benefits.co. Very good. Well, thanks again, Gina. Thank you so much. Okay, take care now. (laughs) You too. Bye-bye. This has been Aging by the Bay, addressing issues on aging and services for the elderly community. Join us again next week for Aging by the Bay.